הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש, עם אשר בארץ, המה הוא יפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם. נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגן, נחל נחמן, נחל נאומן זכותו ותגננו לכל ישראל אמן. אז בעזרת השם, And we're actually going to split this up into three parts. So B'zat Hashem, we're going to stop at Ot Vav today. But before we get into the lesson, um, the Parparol Rechokhmah explains, Rabbi Nachman Mitcherin, it's brought down also in Chaya Moran, this idea, that this Torah was brought or taught, when Rabbeinu gave this Torah, was Shabbat Chanukah, the year 55-64. And at that time, around that time, the big tzaddik chassid, um, Rav Gedalia Harav Milinit, Gedalia Harav Milinit, Rav Gedalia from Linitz, this, this area in Ukraine, passed away. And Rabenu hints to this in this Torah, because we know Rabenu used to hide all the current events and the future events within the Torah that he would give. So everything that was happening at the time would be very applicable to the Torah that he was giving. Nothing was done. When Rabenu gave the lesson, he hinted the passing of this tzaddik, Rav Gedalia Milinit. Um, within the Torah. And he actually gives a hesped, a eulogy to the Rav. Why? I'm reading from because he mentions the, in this Torah what the Chachamim say in Gemara Shabbat we don't bring eulogies on Chanukah. So actually on Chanukah we don't give eulogies. Rabbeinu brings us down in this Torah so actually he gives the eulogy for this tzaddik within his Torah which is awesome. And Rabbeinu also added when he was giving this Torah that it's very difficult for him right now to give a lesson. Why? Because when the tzaddik passes away, when a tzaddik passes away, it's very difficult to give a Torah. Why? To give a lesson? Because every single tzaddik, when he passes, his portion of the Torah, which is connected to him, also passes with him, leaves with him. Why? Because it says in Sichot Aran, Rabbeinu brings down in Sichot Aran, number 132, that with every tzaddik has a, a portion within the Torah. Every tzaddik has a portion of the Torah. When, tzaddik passes, when a tzaddik passes away, then that portion that he has within that Torah also leaves him. So Rabbeinu said, it's very difficult for me to give a Torah right now. But we're going to see this awesome, awesome stuff. Let's hop right into it. This is directly from the writing of Rabbeinu. Um, blow a shofar at the new moon. On Rosh Chodesh. Or Bachodesh Shofar at the new moon. Bakesel Yom Chagenu. At the appointed time for the day of our festival. Could be Rosh Hashanah, etc. Le'am Shir Shalom Ba'olam. So now Rabbeinu hops into it. Let's hop into this. Le'am Shir Shalom Ba'olam. Tzarech Le'alot Kevod HaKadosh Baruch Hu Le'shorsho. In order to draw down peace into the world. One needs to elevate the honor of Hashem to its source. And what's the source of God's honor? Fear. It says, To fear the, the honorable name. To attain, or to attain fear, glorify God's name. Basically, this is the way we're translating it as. To attain Yir'ah, one has to glorify Hashem's name. So basically, we see here that Yir'ah and Kavod are connected. And in order... To bring peace into the world, one needs to elevate kavod, which is its, to its source, which is in ira. 
So the source of kavod is ira. Rabbeinu said it's impossible to elevate kavod to its source in ira except through the inyan of Torah Chesed. What's Torah Chesed? We're going to explain now. The Torah Chesed amru chachamenu di mamacha. The chachamim say about Torah Chesed zehu alomet Torah al menad lehamda. This is one who studies Torah on condition to teach it. To share with others. This is Torah Chesed. Because this is the essence of God's honor. Now we're entering to the aspect of honor. What is the honor of Hashem? So we see in the Zohar Yitro, it says like this, at the time when other nations, Goyim, come to recognize God's name, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, immediately what happens? The name of Hashem ascends and is glorified. Above and below, down here and up there. As we learn by Yitro, how do we know this? At the time that Yitro came and said, Yitro said, now I know that greater is God than any of the other gods. What happened whenever Yitro said that? Immediately the name of Hashem became exalted and became glorified. So we see here that when the Goyim, one who's very far, comes to recognize Hashem, this is the honor of God. We find that this is Hashem's honor. When those who are outside holiness bring themselves within holiness. Whether it's converts who convert, whether it's people who, who do tshuva, because also Baalei Tshuva are also from outside. Whenever we bring them inside, this is God's honor. So we see here that the honor of Hashem is through Torah Chesed, sharing Torah to bring it to others because the main idea of Hashem's honor is to bring those who are outside within. The honor of Hashem is now in exile. Because the essence of God's honor is now exists by the Goyim. It's within the Goyim. And now Am Yisrael are, are lowly and were disgraced, were spit upon. And in the time to come, when the Mashiach comes, when the honor of Hashem will be revealed within the, from within the darkness, it will be elevated. We just saw this literally in the other Torah, in the last part of Torah Yud Gimel, and this is why Rabbeinu connects these Inyanim, because they, these two Torahs should be connected, or they are attached to each other also. So Rabbeinu is explaining this idea that the honor of Hashem will be revealed from within the Goyim, from within the darkness. And then all flesh will see, um, and then they will see that all flesh together, and the mouth of Hashem has spoken. Um, and we're going to see how. Because with the mouth of Hashem, we reveal Hashem's glory. So this is why in the mouth of Hashem has spoken. That whenever we reveal Hashem's honor, etc., etc., the mouth of Hashem has spoken. The, through the mouth, we, we um, by sharing the Torah, we reveal Hashem's glory. But anyways. Because then, at that time when the honor of Hashem will be revealed, everyone will incline, will be inclined to serve Hashem with one consent, in one unity. When we all reveal, when we all understand Hashem, we'll all come to serve Hashem. Then the Goyim will come say, let us walk and let us go in the light of Hashem. What does it mean, let us go and walk in the light of God? What is light? Light is called honor. Honor is called light, as we know, in the earth, 
even the earth shall be illuminated by His glory. Meaning, even the earth, which is lowly, shall shine. When Hashem's glory is revealed, because the true glory of Hashem is when the low is able to shine, like Yitro. So we see, like the earth, like those who are on the low level, are able to shine, then this is the honor of Hashem. So now we move on. It's impossible to bring close those converts or those people who are doing tshuva except through the Torah, which we just talked about. Spread the wellsprings outward. The wellsprings are obviously the Torah. What is the idea? Spread the wellsprings outward. Who are those on the outward? You need to water with the, you need to water, meaning with the Torah, those who are on the outside, to show them the path in which they need to walk. It's in the, in the Pirkei Avot. In Kavod el Torah, there's no honor except for the Torah. The honor is Torah. So what it says in Yirmeya, the Prophet, if you take out the precious, which is referencing Hashem's children, from the vial, what is this idea It says in the Gemara, Baba Metzia, these are the people, who, are, who is it referencing in this Pasuk in Miyamiya? Those people who take out the precious. These are the people who bring people closer to serve God. Because this is what the idea is when it says, Motziyakar takes out the precious, Hanu Kavod. What is referencing? The Kavod. Yakar is Kavod. Precious is Kavod. Mizalel. What is Zolel? From the vial, Miziluta de Galuta. It's a plain word, Miziluta. From the lowliness, the Shifluta, the disgrace of the Galut, the exile. So the one who's able to bring people close to Hashem from the, from the lowliness of this exile, this is Motziyakar. This is how you bring Hashem's honor. This is what it's in Tehilim. Above all the, the nations is Hashem. This is whenever Hashem's... Uh, what do you call it? What do you, this is what do you call it. When Hashem's... Um, no, my bad. When the Goyim come and admit and elevate and praise Hashem. This is what it says at the end of the verse. Above all the goyim is Hashem. Above the heavens is His honor. What does that mean? When the goyim come to praise and to 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 uh, to to have gratitude to Hashem, then the honor of Hashem is brought up from the darkness, and then it's al Hashemayim. It's above the heavens. But it's impossible to come to awaken tshuva, whether it's to the wicked people of Am Yisrael or whether it's the converts, except by means of the Torah, to illuminate to these people wherever they're standing, whichever, in the, whichever place they are, whichever place they're in. It says, spread out, or, yeah, spread out. Um... <clears throat> um Spread out to the, uh, what do you call it? To the, um, out, spread out, yeah, spread out your wellsprings, out, uh, spread your wellsprings outward. And if you take the word, by the way, take a letter, uh, take, um, how do we know this idea of that the Torah is able to bring people from far within? See if you, uh, what do you call it? If you see within the word Bereshit, which is the first letter of the Torah, it's actually, plain, if you take the first word, first letter, it's a nice Hidush. 
We're actually going to explain this right here. Chutza daika. Hold off for a second. Chutza daika. Outside specifically. Why spread your wellsprings outward? Outward specifically. Because the Torah is 600,000 letters. As we know according to the Zohar Kadosh. There's 600,000 souls of the Torah. 600,000 souls of Am Yisrael. Corresponding to the, each one has a letter. 600,000 letters of the Torah. And if you actually take, this is what I was going to say, the, this massive chidush, if you take the, the words Bereshit, the word Bereshit, which is the first letter of the Torah, you have the letter Bet, Resh, Aleph, Shin, Yutav, if you actually, it's actually an acronym for the phrase Yesh, Shishim, Ribo, Otiot, Torah. There are 600,000 letters within the Torah. Yesh is Yud, um, Shin, Shishim, uh, Resh is uh, Ribo, Aleph is Otiot, Bet is Batorah. You hear, you have the word Bereshit, this awesome Chidush. So you see within the word Bereshit, within the Torah, you have the 600,000 letters and the 600,000 souls of Israel. Corresponding to the 600,000 souls. And for each soul has a root above in the thought of Hashem Barach. Within the thought of God, um, there's each soul rooted up there within the Torah of Hashem. Because we say in the, in the Midrash, because Am Yisrael ascended um, within the machshava, within the thought, first, the Am Yisrael were the first to come up within the thought of Hashem. And through the unification of these souls, they create the neshamot of gerim, the the neshamot of these uh, gerim. So when the neshamot of tzaddikim come together, they create the soul of these gerim. We're going to see in the Zohar. And when these souls are awakened. Through the letters of this Torah, through the letters of the Torah that come out of the mouth of this person and they shine one on one another when these letters come and bring their own light and they shine upon one another. This is corresponding. This is an aspect of unification. That one letter is receiving one light from the next or one neshama is receiving one light from the next. And through the unification of these souls, Within the Hashem's thought, because this is where all the th- souls are rooted in. When all the souls bring light to one, uh, one another, the souls of Gerim are created. This is an awesome chidush, by the way. Also, also the sinners of Israel, as long as the name Israel still exists within them, meaning the fact that they're still called Poshe Israel, sinners of Israel, meaning the name Israel is still not taken away from them. They're still part of Am Israel. Even though they've sinned, Israel, who? He's still part of Am Israel. He still has a place within the root. Or he still has a place and a root within the, the supernal thought of Hashem. And through this shining between each of these souls, what happens also, his root of his soul also happens and it shines. And what happens is illumine, illumine, um, this, um, this light um, then shines upon the sinners of this, the sinner of Am Yisrael who has a root within the Machshav Hashem and through this illumination. Um, um, he's able to return back with Shuvah. Through this light, he's able uh, to return back with Shuvah. Od Dalet. 
וזה שאמרו חכמינו זיכרון ואחד, אסור לצאת נגמרה נדרים, מפני מה תלמידי חכמים אין ביניהם תלמידי חכמים? Why is it that sometimes you have Torah scholars who don't have children or Torah scholars? מפני שלא בערכו בתורה תחילה לצאת נגמרה, because they didn't bless on the Torah before they studied. שצריך כל אדם מאובחד תלמיד חכם לברך על העיר בלימוד תורתו בשורה שנשמעת. Now Rabbanot can explain what the depth of this statement. According to what we just said, because the Tamid Chacham specifically needs to bless and illuminate um, within the Torah study, the Shoresh HaNeshamot, within the root of the source, Hanu B'machshavat Chila, within the Machshavat Chila, meaning his blessing needs to illuminate that place where the souls exist within the Machshavah of Hashem, Ki Sham Shorsheno, because that is the root of the souls of Amishchad Nimitza. Shemabiyah Erad Abrachal Letok Tchilat HaMachshavah. What, what do we see? That when a person brings in a, um, a light and a blessing within the the, the beginning of thought, meaning the thought of Hashem, and through this, the souls are blessing and are shined through this blessing. We find, when you bring a soul down to your son, what you're going to do is you're going to be able to bring down and draw down a soul that's completely clear and pure. And through this, his son will also be a Tamil Chacham. Meaning when your Bracha, your Tamil Torah, is able to bring all the way up to Machshavat Chila, which is the root of all the soul of Am Yisrael, then the soul that he's going to draw down for his kid will also be pure through that Bracha that he made. But whenever he doesn't illuminate and bless the, the beginning of thought through his study, and this doesn't only mean the bracha of the Torah, this is referencing what we talked about earlier, to study al-menat lamda, to study on the condition to bring, to illuminate others. This is the idea of illuminating the thought of Hashem. When you bless the tchilat ha-machshava, the beginning of thought through, through your study, as then whenever you draw a, a soul to your son, ha-neshama hibifrinat ha-neshena, then the soul is in the aspect of Ani Yishina. I'm sleeping. So we're seeing here, my bad. But when you don't illuminate and you bless the beginning of thought through your study, then when you draw down a soul to your son, it's in the aspect of what? Ani Yishina. Um, I'm sleeping. Rather than hit rather than waking up from slumber, it's literally you're in sleep. For this reason, his son will not be a Tamil Chacham. This is what it said, For the fact that they didn't bless on the Torah Tchila. This is what it said in the Gemara. What is this? They didn't bless on the Torah Tchila. What's Tchila? Tchila Tamachshava, which is what? The, big, the root of all the souls. And it says Yisrael ascended within the, at the beginning of thought. This is the Chidush. But a person, Rabban, was explained. So we just explained this idea of the honor of Hashem is bringing those who are far within. And how do you bring those? To the Torah. But what's this idea of the Torah? You have to bless within the Torah to illuminate the beginning of soul. But Rabban said you cannot merit this Torah and illuminate the, the root of all the souls, which is in the Machshava of Hashem, except by means of Shiflut. Shiflut is the first step. From the Midbar of Matana. This is where we receive the Torah. What is, why does it say from the Midbar, the desert of Matana? Matana being the name of this desert. Why? Because Matana is this idea that you break your Ga'ava, your arrogance from the four aspects um, 
of lowliness, הוא קוראים לזיהה, כי צריך אדם להקטין את עצמו לפני גדולים ממנו ולפני בני אדם, כי הכל לפני קטנים ממנו ולפני ימים שהוא בעצמו קטן שבה קטנים, וצריך להקטן, להקטין את עצמו כנגד מדרגת עצמו. וידמה בעיניו שהוא למטה ממדרגתו בבחינת שבו איש תחתיו. What's the idea? You need to have four aspects of lowliness, רבנו says. A person must lower himself um, before those who are bigger than him, obviously, that's the first one. So, Rabbeinu says, in order to attain humility, you have to have these four aspects of loneliness. Lower yourself before those who are bigger than you, before those who are equal to you, the second one. The third one is before those who are smaller than you even. And the fourth one is sometimes when you're the smallest of all of them in the room, sometimes you need to lower yourself from yourself according to the love, um, regarding the level of yourself, meaning you have to actually perceive yourself to be lower than where you are standing and to seem in your eyes as if you're lower than the actual level that you are on right now. אז זה צייס שבו איש תחתיו, זה צייס אין שמות, when it talks about פרשת המן, and משה רבנו צד עם ישראל, for each one to st- not to leave his house on Shabbat, to go collect food, he says שבו איש תחתיו, each one sit beneath his place, or sit in his place, but איש תחתיו below his place, רבנו was explaining here, this is the ultimate level of, um, of humility, sit below your place meaning below the place that you are standing on right now you have to sit you have to believe that you are standing lower than where you are actually standing and this is what it said in the Gemara and Rabbi Babachana this is what Rabbi Babachana said this is what one day I saw a mountain goat of, that was only one day old let's see what the Hashbam says one day old a mountain goat of one day, a goat of one day, that on that day he was born. That he was as, and continuing the story, that he was as big as this mountain, the mountain of Tavor. What's Har Tavor? Rajbam says, This is how big he was born. He was, on the day he was born, he was as big as this mountain. Uh, and how big was Har Tavor? He was as big the, um, of, as Arba Parte. Four Parsaot. And the length of this goat's uh, neck was outstretched. Three Parsaot. The length of this neck of this goat was three Parsaot. And the the resting place of the goat, the the goat's head was one and a half parsaot. Let's see what this means. Marbata de Reshe, the Rajbam says, the place where the goat would rest its head, when it would lie on the floor, would be one and a half parsaot. And about this goat, when it would excrete dung, when it would excrete this waste matter, it would obstruct the the dung would obstruct the Yarden River. It was so big the dung of this goat that it would obstruct and would create a, a blocking within the Yarden River. The water couldn't flow. Sacha, what did they mean? Sacha. The dung actually obstructed the flow of the Yarden temporarily. Until it dissolved in the water little by little. So we see the story. Now top into how Rabenu explains this story within the the explanation of this lesson. Mountain goat of one day. 
This is referencing Kavod. What's mountain goat? It's Kavod. Shehu ba'avodat kacharim beziluta. What's Urzila? From the word Ziluta. Urzila Ziluta. This idea of that the Kavod of Hashem exists by the avodat kacharim, by the goyim. It's in the disgrace. That it's being disgraced upon by the goyim. And what it says, Urzila. Urzila. What's Urzila? Mountain goat. If you play on the words mountain goat, Urzila, you have Ur, one word, which is Or, light, which we talked about earlier, is Kavod. We talked about earlier that the light of Hashem is Kavod. Look at the beginning of the, the class. And then Zila. What's Zila? It's Ziluta. That the honor of Hashem, which is the Kavod, is in Zila, in Ziluta, is in the Ziluta de Galuta, in the disgrace of the exile. It's by the Goyim. Ur, what's Ur? Light. Who bechinat kavod? This represents kavod. Kemosh Gadol. It says that Aretz Ha'ira Mikvado. May the earth illuminate from His honor. So we see here that the honor uh, represents this light. Why was this mountain goat called one day? Because the honor of Hashem will not be revealed until the time of the coming of Mashiach. And what did it say about the coming of Mashiach? When will Mark come? In the Gemara Sanhedrin. I believe Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi asks the Mashiach, when will you come? And the Mashiach responds, Hayomim bekolot ishmao. On the day in which you will heed his voice, Hashem's voice. So what's this idea? It's on Hayom, that day. So we see Bar Yoma, it's a mountain, it's a mountain goal of one day. This Bar Yoma is this idea of um, this Bar Yoma, this one day is that day which the Mashiach will come. Hayomim bekolot ishmao. On that day which you will heed his voice. And every single day, the kavod of Hashem is ready to leave the galut. There's not one day that's more specific than the other. Hashem, every single day, hopes that the Shekhinah will be able to leave the galut, but it's dependent upon us, in a sense, for us to, to do whatever we need to do. And, uh, and the mountain goat was as big as Har Tavor. What does that mean? That he saw Shekhinah. What's the story that Rabbi Rachana saw? That the, the elevating of God's honor from the Galut is dependent upon one thing. When a person breaks his Ga'ava, according to the one, uh, how much one breaks one's arrogance, this is in according to how much God's honor ascends. Because God's honor ascends according to the Torah. And one does not merit the Torah except by means of humility. From the desert of Matana, and then what it says, the mountain of Tavor. Why? What it says, mountain, this is a reference to Galut. To honor pride. My bad. Bad pride. It says, You've made my har, my, my mountain, stand proud. So har, mountain, and pride are one idea. And tavor, har tavor. The word tavor is actually an expression of shvira breaking. So in Aramaic, tavor means to break. So we see here this idea that in order to break, which is the Sinyan of Tavor, in order to, to attain the Torah, it's only possible through Shifrut, and through the Torah one is able to bring the Kavod of Hashem from the Galut up. The Har Tavor Bamei have Arba Pasa, and how big was Har Tavor? It was four Pasot 
بگی هنو اباب بخنات شیفروت هنال دیس رفرنسز دی فور اسپکتس اف هیومنیتی ویچ وی تاکت ابوت چت ایگلی اتیل میگن دادی کی میرونی مدرسه ایمی لیفنی مدرگات اتمو وشید می بینف کی لو لو بعدن لیفنی مدرگاتو شو با دیس فور اسپکت اف هیومنیتی ویچ ا پرسن مس لور میسل بیفور صدیکیم دوز هو ار بینونی ان بتوین رشائیم دی ویکد پیپل ام بیلو هیم هیز اون لول So that he should see himself as if he hasn't even come to the level which he's actually standing on right now. Even in reality, which you might be standing on a level that you believe, that you make yourself believe, that you haven't even reached that yet. These are the four levels of humility. What it says, that was four parts That breaking What's the idea? That breaking the hag, which is galut, comes through the tavor, the breaking of what? From these four aspects. Which are the four parts of what? And the length of this goat's neck was three parsaot. These reference the three things which a person is accustomed to make himself proud in. What are these three things? These are three things. And a person must guard himself from them. A person should not let um, the wise person should not praise himself and glorify himself within his wisdom, etc. Nor the, we're going to see here, at the end of the verse is, nor the, the strong person within his strength or the, the wealthy person within his wealth. So, these are the three aspects, the three things that which a person takes pride in is in wealth, strength, and um, wisdom. And what is pride? It's referencing, a, what is pride? It's called a long neck. Don't speak with a haughty neck, it says. Bitsavaratak, a string out string out uh, outstretched neck. This idea that a long neck is a reference to pride. So this is what it's saying that the goat's neck was was this long. Is um was three parsaot long. It's actually that the neck which uh, is referencing pride, this prideful neck. Um, has three aspects, the three aspects of which a person takes pride. And the resting place of the head of this goat was one and a half out big. This represents zivug, uni- unification. The zivug of the neshamot of Israel in order to create gerim, which we talked about. That happens within the, the beginning of God's thought. Why? Because Reshe, the Resh, Marbata de Reshe, the resting place of the head. What's Reshe? Reshit Hamachshava, the beginning of the thought. So we see here that the beginning is actually a reference to the head. So the Machshava, this is the unification of all the Neshamot when they come together within the Machshava. Marbata, when it said Marbata, the resting place, the Shon Zivug. This is a reference to Zivug. You saw in another lesson. It says in lesson 13, we also saw this, my way and my laying down. That um, in the Gemara Nida, it actually explained that this is referencing the aspect of Zivug. In the Gemara Nida, um, that, um, it's a, uh, I wrote down here 31a. Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph. There you see this inyan of Ochi Berivi being a reference to Zivug. So we see here, Rivi is Marbata. From the word Resh Bet Ayin, you see here, or the Rivi lying down is seen of Zivug. Zivug, Azen, Azen, Parsa, and Falga. And through the Zivug, you create Parsa and a half. What is Parsa and a half? 
Parsa, when it says Parsa, this is referencing the drawing down of souls to their kids that we talked about, when they draw down souls to the children. This is actually called with a complete Parsa, a complete mile. And this shining, when these souls are able to shine one another and illuminate one another, uh, illuminate one another and to arouse the souls of those sinners of Amishel to do tshuva, and they create this neshamot of gerim This is actually referencing half. So we see parsa is idea of the neshamot coming to the kids, and what's the idea of Half, half is whenever these neshamot illuminate one another. Because still they are far, they are yet far from the holiness. And they still have many obstacles. And they still need many efforts in order to strip off their their soiled, their filthy, smelly clothing that they are wearing. It says, It says in Zechariah, Remove your filthy clothing. Because this filthy clothing is preventing them from coming close to Hashem. And they are barriers. As if, just like a, bear, a river bar. Uh, my bad. Um, like something that stops a river. That it's impossible for this river to go in the direction of this river. To, let's say you put something within a river. It's impossible for this river to flow properly. This is what um, these bigadim tzoyim do. These filthy clothing do. Whenever we don't remove our tavos from ourselves, we still have a very hard time coming close to Hashem. It requires lots of effort to come close to Hashem. A person must throw away his filthy clothing. What does that mean in the Gemara when it says this? That whenever they go excreted some dung, it would literally stop the Yarden River. Through stripping away and throwing off the filthy clothing. Then what happens? All the obstacles and all the partitions that separate between us and holiness stop. They are nullified. We're able to go through. So this is what the idea, whenever this filthy dung, which is our clothing, is preventing us from the river flowing properly. But whenever we remove our filthy clothing, then we're able to flow properly to Hashem, to return to Hashem. This is what it says. It obstructed the Yarden. Because what's the Yarden? If you look at the Yarden River, it's placed between the holiness of the Eretz Yisrael and the, holy, and the impurity of the, the outside of Eretz Yisrael. It's right between, it separates. This is why it's called half. Because you still need to throw away your filthy clothing in order to remove the obstructions, the partitions between that separate us and holiness. But these souls that draw down to their children, we talked about them, this is called a complete parsa, a complete mile, not just half a mile, but a complete one. Because they don't have these partitions separating them, meaning they've drawn down the soul and holiness, they fixed it. You shall honor it from refraining from your ways, it says about Shabbat. You shall honor the Shabbat from refraining from your ways as if you're acting during the week. Don't act on Shabbat as if you act during the week. 
Vechitbato, you shall honor it. What's that idea? Kabdehu bichsut naki. What did it say in the Gemara? Kabdehu bichsut naki. One second. I can't find the source for it here. But you shall honor it, it says, with um, clean clothing. It says you shall honor it with clean clothing. Kabdel birsut naki with with clean garments. Kemashat dosher v'tenu yichon v'cha al pasuk. As it says, the chachamim bring on the pasuk. Velikdosh Hashem mechubad. And to honor Hashem, velikdosh Hashem mechubad, the glory, the the name of glory. Vechule etc. etc. As it says in Gemara Shabbat. We see this in the Gemara Shabbat. Kisut naki, clean garments. What does that mean? Anu habgadim That means to throw away your filthy garments. What is that? Your tavot. All the bad things that still stick with you. Because this is the essence of God's honor. To bring out the precious from the vile. What is that? Rabbeinu is explaining something very big in the Inanam of Chasidut. To return those people in Shuvah to bring, to create those Neshamot of those Gerim. To bring back people uh, in Shuvah. And those converts that convert, they come um, under the wings of the Shekhinah, which is a Nikra Ger Tzedek, and this is why they are called Ger Tzedek, righteous converts, for this reason. And this is what is brought on the Zohar, when it says clean garments, it's actually a reference to the corners of the Nitva. What are the corners of the mitzvah? Because what do we say? The wings of the shechina. Which is what? The wings of the, the corners of the mitzvah. So we see has to do with the shechina. But what about mitzvah? What does mitzvah have to do with shechina? This is referencing the shechina, which is called mitzvah. All your mitzvot are righteous. Are righteousness. Tzedek. So you see... Should we see this for this reason? Now we understand why the, the Gerim are called righteous Gerim for the union of the Shechina, which is called, um, which is compared to a mitvah, and the mitvah being called um, Tzedek, righteous. So we see here that the Gerim are now under the wings of the Shechina and the mitvot, which are righteous. And this is what it says. This is the essence of God's honor. When you bring back converts under the wings of the divine presence, as we just mentioned. So, we're going to finish off this lesson in two classes. Tomorrow, we're going to do the next part. And then, the day after, we're going to do the third. May we apply all that we studied. Amen.